If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. In these situations, I think it's easy to grab a s- scapegoat, you know, and... Um, the um, suit that I wore to the ring, the <laughs> £40 suit that I wore to wait, the ring... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> The £40 suit that I no, wore to messy. the ring... <laughs> Let me just say... Drained my energy the turn. The memes since, no, since Saturday no. is just oh, off the chain. Dream it. <laughs> Believe it, become it. That's what I'm saying. I ain't saying no more. You can't say no more. Come on down. You can't say no more. Yeah. You know what you can't say no more? That's my with your, life. With your Deontay Wilder knockout. Let me tell you this now. <laughs> Tony, they fooled you. Deontay Wilder fooled you. You know why? Because he was like, yeah, dream it, believe it, receive it. Dream it, believe it, receive bro, it. He no, no. That's how he mash up. He didn't say it properly. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to say, dream Speaking it, believe it, uh, believe it, become it. He tried to remix the thing. Yeah, I know, I know. And you ain't no Puff Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Listen, what a fight. Man. Listen, the gypsy is the king. Just, one million they, I don't care what anyone says. He right. is the number one face right. Right. In, in boxing. Right. You have to remember what Tyson Fury has done from... Beating that kind of depression. He was Jesus. under some serious depression, you know. Because mm. people seem to forget. In 2015... Hold on, hold on. You like my sh- You like the shit? Uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't play. Call me T. Diddy. Wait, wait. T. Diddy. It's a shame we can't hand the camera around. I'm looking at Gary, yeah. He's got... Our producer's got like this little beanie on, right? He looked like a burglar, you know. Like Benny Hill, remember Benny Hill from Coronation Street? <laughs> Benny, Benny, no, it's Crossroads. Crossroads, Benny Hill. Oh, yeah, no, yeah that's the match. Like, Crossroads is a serious program, you know. 6 30 every day, you know. Serious program. For those of us who remember them days, Crossroads and Benny. Anyway, let's get back to talking about um, the, um, the, the, Browns, the Bronze Bomber. The Bronze Bomber. And the, the King. The Gypsy King. Who is the Gypsy? Yeah. Um, but the bronze bomber looked very rusty. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. No, don't, bro. Don't try to get me laughing at our next man's downfall no, like dinner. I'm, I'm not laughing. on that. I'm not laughing. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not laughing that. at his downfall. I you know what? I'm not, I'm not laughing at his downfall. No, no, bro. I'll tell you what I'm laughing at. I'm laughing at all the people who had the impertinence, Tundi. Yeah. They, right? they, they don't they underestimated the knowledge again yeah of course, every week <laughs> but it's okay because you're all becoming believers now yes and what is is this if i'm if i'm interested to sit down and study you i can see your flaws mm. i sat down and studied and i wasn't saying now oh, this guy's rubbish i said nah, this guy he, he, there's lots of things where he needs to improve on and on top of that the it was mad because Kenny Bayliss went to jump in to stop the fight. At the same time, it was simultaneous yeah, to Mark Breeland yes. throwing in the towel. But Mark, but Mr. Breeland is getting... A lot of flack. 
What do you think of that? Personally, I think, it, it, you know, that's a cop, cop out. Of course it is. Because, um, you know, listen, I can't see no way, from my perspective, how Deontay Wilder could have won that fight. Because he was dealing with an aggressive Tyson Fury. Every punch Tyson was throwing, it was designed to do damage. And he was on the front foot. So what's the best way to deal with a puncher? Put him on his back foot. And he, he certainly didn't. And I feel that, in, if, in my opinion, Mark Breland was saving his career. You know, say, he saved, let me tell you this. And I'm being 100. And I want people to realize this, that it's the fight is right. And this is my opinion. You know, Tony Ajayi doesn't have to agree with me. I'm telling you this now. When you are surrounded by yes men who don't know boxing, mm. right? They're going to be speaking from a financial, emotional standpoint. When you're dealing with a man who's been in that ring, Mark Breland is a former World Games gold medalist, a former 1984 Olympic gold Come medalist. Come on, knowledge. Right? What was it? Um, a 1987... Um, WBA um, world champion when he beat Harold Vonnebridge, the South African. Come on, knowledge, right? knowledge, Lost knowledge. the title to Marlon Stalin. Knowledge. Right? No, right Oh, then. no, wait, 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 wait. Okay. <laughs> give him the, right? the, the, the fog one. Right. Go what on. was it? And I can tell you as well, it was February 9th. The reason why it stands out in my head because February 9th was when Lloyd Hunnigan lost to Marlon Stalin for his WBC crown. Uh, for the And the vacant, the title got vacant, the WBA title was vacant because... What was it? Thomas Molinares knocks out Marlon Stalin, but then he blew up in weight. So he 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 retired and had to vacate the crown. And for the vacant crown, it was Mark Breland versus Yong Jing Pao, some guy from <laughs> right? Oh no, wait, right? wait. Just for that name. Yong Jing Pao. Just for that name. And and Breland blasts him out in one round to regain the WBA World Waterweight title. Allegedly, um, main event pay Mark Breland up to this day $100,000 because he's signing on deal because he was such a lucrative name when he turned professional. He got, he's signing on was like, you get $100,000 for life. Wow. Right? Wow. So, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember the deal because I remember reading about that deal and I'm thinking, wow, that is very, very smart mm. because as uh, much as we say that, oh, well, um, Mark Breeden has, he went through all the, so Mark Breeden knows boxing. There's videotapes of Mark Breeden sparring with Tommy Hearns when he's a little kid. Mm. Tommy Hearns stuns him with a right hand, right? And he got like, right, and then Tommy Hearns like, walk it off, Sonny, walked it off. So he was down in the crunk gym. He's been around great fighters. This man knows boxing. You can't tell around that. You've been around it for so, all your life. You but the thing, is, the thing is, uh, the way I see it is this. He's blaming Mark Breeden for throwing in the towel. Kenny Bayless... It was stopping the fight anyway. No, Kenny Bayless's back was turned. Yeah, he didn't see it. He did to, to, to Breland. And he stopped the fight. Yeah. So, as you said, it was simultaneous. So, then I guess if you're blaming Breland, you've got to blame the ref. Oh, they done it the same much. thing. The same thank time. you very much. But I think that everyone, you know, I, I mean, in these situations, I think it's easy to grab a s scapegoat, you know, and... Um, the um, suit that I wore to the ring... <laughs> well, 40 pound suit that I wore to wait, the ring. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. <laughs> the 40 pound suit that I no, wore to the ring. <laughs> Let me just say. Drained my energy the turn. The memes since, no, since Saturday no, is just no, off the no, chain. No, 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 <laughs> you, see the, you see the Eddie Murphy one in the no, barbershop? They're, they're taking liberties. <laughs> they're taking liberties. <laughs> they're taking liberties. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, listen, Deontay Wilder, he had a good run, you know, and um, that was his eleventh title defense. And an exciting fighter. I just feel that, um, you know, many, most people believe that Fury won the first fight. I wasn't too sure because I just gave him with them two knockdowns. I thought, but yeah, most people, um, you know, believe he won the first fight. But there was no doubt in this one. No, no doubt. <laughs> and I want to know is this: What was Deontay Wilder doing, trying to jab to the body of a taller man, trying to set up? What was he trying to set up? He was trying to set up his right hand, but he's jabbing yeah. to the body. Yeah, I know he's trying to. But yeah, he jabbed down. Yeah, but yeah, I know. But he, right. he, you've never seen him go <laughs> down so low and come back up for a right hand. So no. I don't know. I don't. I. You know what I mean? And also. That Jay Diaz, the 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 guy that was with Dante Wilder from his in the amateurs, who was in the okay, corner. Okay, yeah, yes. I didn't like the way you tried to blame Mark Breland. Like he turned around, and he said, "Like, oh, um, he was in the Tyson Fury corner to check the hands being wrapped, right?" Okay. And uh, a fight that happened on the show subsequently, their corner threw in the towel, and Tyson Fury said, "Nah, that can't happen because someone threw in the towel." And he was he was agreeing with Tyson, "Yeah, we don't do that." Right? We agree with Tyson Fury for number mm. one. Right? And also, because people are talking about, oh, well, Tyson Fury cheated. I'm not buying into none of that. Oh, how he had the gloves <laughs> flapping and all the rest of it. Hold up a I, second. Oh, no. you, Jay- sent me, you sent me one video. I was, <laughs> I, 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 was on, I was on a tube. I nearly fell off the tube. It was so funny. Because you know how these Americans, they like to dramatize <laughs> things. It's like, man, when have you yeah. ever seen a, a, a hair flap yeah, like yeah, that, man? At the end of the day. <laughs> Jay Diaz was in the was in the change room when he's getting his hands wrapped. Yes. Jay Diaz was in the change room to inspect the gloves as well, right? You've also got people from the commission who inspect the gloves. Yes. I'm not calling no foul play. If Tyson Fury loses his hands to flap it out, that's his business. But am I gonna and they say, no, I weren't hit with the knuckles and da and all the rest of it. That's for the referee to go and to administer to say what he's seen from what he's not seen. But seeing. many people say, used to say Joe Calzari used to slap. Exactly. If, but, but he slapped the hell out and, of people. And, yeah, that's what Ernie, Ernie said to me. He said, "Boy, listen, he's the hardest slapper in town." <laughs> right. He understands. So, so all of these things, son, I'm not buying into none of it. Give Tyson Fury all the credit in the world definitely. for what he's gone out and 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 done. Well, and guess what? That. Guess what? The WBC, the WBO, the WBA, the IBF, the Ring Magazine is in the UK. <laughs> so we got the whole thing. Yeah, boxing is it's, back it's, where it's, it belongs. Yeah, it's in the UK. I'm not trying to with a, with a financial aspect. I don't know if the fights will be in the UK, but it don't matter. It's UK. It don't matter. UK people, we got UK all the belts. fighters are going to benefit from we it. We got all the belts. Wasn't the Queensbury started in the UK? Yeah, it was. It's just come back home, didn't it? You know I mean, and it was from the Queensbury <laughs> stables, and that that was what was that uh, eighteen twenty six. But anyway, don't worry about that. Yes. But I'm saying to you, like from from those times there, you got to think how boxing has evolved. Yes, right. But when will we the thought like it's crazy like how how big boxing is right now? Mm. I mean, I know you can't walk on the street with people that want to stop you. Yes, I can. Every time, every time you walk <laughs> on the street, <laughs> no, like, no, no, you, I know you get. Yeah, believe it, becoming no, all the yeah, time, yeah, all yeah, the on the train actually. You know what I mean, but, but every time when I get stopped, you know, every time I've been driving my car and like I will get stopped <laughs> and people talking and I'm saying, ah, oh, and me and you was on the phone. I got twenty on the phone. Rah, rah, lines in the gap, lines in the right. This is what you. This is how big boxing is right now, and it's a great, it's a great, great time to be involved in boxing. It's also a great time to be British, and that's the God's honest truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to ask you in your expert opinion what do you feel Deontay Wilder could have done differently in that fight if I was Deontay what could he have done differently yes not wear that big suit to come into the ring 
<laughs> that looks Where's like some Darth Vader suit. That's some Darth Vader suit. That's why he was tired. That bum, the thing tired at his legs. He, he never had no legs. Turn. Two years ago, he was on Joe Rogan show. Coogan Cash has sent me this, right? He's on a Joe Rogan show saying that he trains with a, like a 50 pound or 40 pound weight. Weighted weight, jacket. Right, weighted jacket. I saw some video when he was doing pull ups. Right, with, exactly. With that same so I don't want to buy Listen, I'm not interested in. in I don't want to hear. Uh, you know what? George Foreman said when he when he when he famously lost in uh, October of 1974 to Muhammad Ali in the Rumble in the Jungle in Zaire, and George Foreman said I was picking an excuse for anything. Oh, my shoes were too big. Oh, it's this George. Right. Sometimes this is how it goes. Like in order for you to grow, yeah, you have to accept yeah, where you went wrong yeah, so yeah, you can correct sure. it for sure. Now, what is Deontay Wilder going to correct? If you got a bag of yes man around you, what are you going to correct? Mm. But I tell you one thing for sure: you're going to know when you're. Uh, alone in your house could be on the times when you're in the shower you will be reliving those claps that you got you mm-hmm. you will be reliving that right hand that sent you over in round three you will really be reliving the jabs that Tyson Fury was administering to your head and you do you didn't and know body. how to slip and body yes. right these are the things that you want and I'm not I want Deontay Wilder to come back I want I wish Deontay Wilder all the best yes. but what I can't take is the 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 ignorance of of people who don't understand boxing Talking to a man, and because he's got a world title, he thinks that he's validated now. I've seen many fighters who become world champions but didn't know how to box. Famously, Davey Moore was an excellent fighter. You know, I mean, he actually beat Lloyd Hunnigan, I think it was like 1978, he beat Lloyd Hunnigan in the amateurs, right? Davey Moore was a really, really good fighter. Early, I think it was nine fights in, became the WBA um, light middleweight champion, right? And then they put Davey Moore in with. A supposedly past peak Roberto Duran, a 32-year-old Roberto Duran. Mm. Right? That's one of the worst beatings that I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And Davey, Davey Moore, to his credit, said, right, I've got to learn how to box. He left his camp. Um, he went to, I, I believe it was George Benton. George Benton or Eddie Fatsch he went to, to teach him how to box. Mm-hmm. Right? But he showed humility to say, you know what? I know if I want to stay in this game, I've got to learn how to box. Yeah. I think, I think, I think, I think Deontay, I mean, whether he needs to learn a box, I think he would have got more credit if he just said, you know what, tonight wasn't my night. Big up Tyson Fury. He deserved the victory and he got the victory. I think I think people would have respected him a bit more. Uh, but come on, I think with all the excuses that he's it makes using, it worse. It's fuel to the fire. Yeah, well, listen, sets up a nice trilogy. No, it doesn't. Because everyone thinks... That, no, like, but he had an excuse. The, the suit was too heavy. So, so <laughs> now he's just going to come in like an old Mike Tyson with just the shoot, shorts and no rope. Bruv, bruv. <laughs> all, I, all I'm saying is this. It's like... Well, I know it's about the real greats. Yes. Or the guys who go on to be great. They show homage and respect to the ones who paved the way for them. Right? Mm. Look didn't, at it. Didn't Wilder say he can beat Mike Did, Tyson? Wilder said he can beat Mike Tyson. <laughs> I, don't right? think, I don't think so. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't right? think so. <laughs> Wilder said he can beat Mike. In his remember? prime. Yeah, I remember like him and James Tony went back and forth a few years ago. And James Tony said, man, I'll, I'll beat you right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, James, I'm telling you, that guy's a serious guy. Right. I'm, I, what I'm trying to say is this. Show, show, res, show respect. So is, so the is there going to be an immediate rematch? He or? says that he's, he's implementing a rematch clause, right? Okay. So, and there's a lot of talk that that fight could actually be in Saudi Arabia, 
right? Mm. So if it is in Saudi Arabia, Deontay Wilder will earn fantastically well. And that will be a vicious pension fund for you, for you to look after your so, family. So hold on, there. so that means that you already say that he's going to lose this. How's he going to beat Tyson Fury? <laughs> well, if you're, wait, wait a minute. In order for... Have <laughs> you said he's going to lose already? Tundi, he's going to lose. But he's got a chance. He's chance a puncher. He's a puncher. Yeah. Do you not think Tyson Fury now is going to raise in stature even more so? Well, that was said about Ruiz as well. Ruiz said no, he was going to raise no, his no. stature. He was, yeah, he did. No, he, he, did. He, raised, he raised in weight. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> Press the button. Right? <laughs> <laughs> to you. Ruiz said he was going to raise his no, game. He said he was going to trade harder. No, no, he said he was going to come better. Wait, wait. But the so you don't know. Wait, wait. The difference, the difference is Ruiz, that was his mountain top. So mm. you know... The Mexican cartel look after him right now. He's set for life. He ain't gonna have to worry about. I don't know. The first it's, Mexican you know champion. What? You know what? Uh, the only thing, the only reason why I, I kind of tend to agree with you, that I don't think he could do anything because Tyson Fury has said it over and over again. I'm a fighting man, mm-hmm. through and through. Mm-hmm. This is not no flash in the pan. This is generational. Mm-hmm. The granddad, the great grand, everybody, everybody is rocking. The cat, the dog, you go <laughs> so to Tyson Fury's house right now. I guarantee you that the goldfish are fighting. <laughs> so, so I just think that, um, yeah, I, I, it's it's very very unlikely that Wilder can come up with a, a a game plan to dethrone the Gypsy King. And he's been saying it from the start. He said, "Listen, no one can't call themselves a champion until they t- beat me." Right, simple. <laughs> yeah, and I'm waiting to realize. And the next thing, and I'll call that Ambrose Mendy. Ambrose Mendy try try to sway my decision with his little, <laughs> with his little voodoo self. Right, I'm on a train. I'm on a train. I get a vocal answer the phone. It's Ambrose Mendy. If you for you guys, you don't know, he's a, a, a former boxing agent. Used to manage Nigel Ben. He phones me up. And he's like, "Oh, Spenny, you got you got Spenny." I'm like, "What are you talking about? I got Tyson Fury all day, every day." Twice mm. on Sundays, he's going, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, you know I mean, Deontay Wilder, because Deontay Wilder, he's a fighting man. He wants it. I said, brother, I don't think you understand. Tyson Fury, as Tony was saying, he's a fighting man. Everybody will get it from him. Mm. And, the, and, the ni- and, and you know what the nicest thing is right now? Look, uh, hold on. I'm sorry to cut you, Spence. Go on. There's more videos coming in about the glove. Look, yeah, well, I don't think <laughs> about no glove business, right? Look, they're saying that something ain't right. The, all right, all right, wait there, The wait gloves there. flapping around. All right, cool. All right, see the glove flapping around talk, yeah? <laughs> yeah. The shot that knocked him over was a right That does hand. look mad, though. I'm right. gonna I, I know it does look mad, right? Was that, a sh- but I'm not buying that. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> that don't look right, though. But I'm, I'm just being honest. Yeah, but I don't care. <laughs> you listen, I, don't, I don't care, bro. But hold on. I'm trying to think how that would hurt. Because that yeah. means it slaps. They don't yeah, punch slaps. Exactly. So, and then now, but that busted up his face. And da, 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 all these Yankee guys, it's, it's a lot of these American so, guys. So losers, man. So losers. So losers. Man, come back and say, like, you doffers, you, you wankers, all these American <laughs> man, you know? So, I'm not buying none of that. Mm. Tyson Fury put in, listen, Tyson Fury fought two men that you would not hire for sparring when he was when he was out on his two and a half year hiatus. Yes. Comes back, fights these Billy guys, and he fights Deontay Wilder, and he weren't even, he weren't even really match fit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You gave yeah. him a couple more men to practice upon, which he had with um, that wildling guy I, and all the rest I of it. I actually think the first fight gave Fury more confidence. Because he he's saying to himself, if this man can't knock me out, and I've just come back from what I've come back from, 
now that I'm in shape, now that I've had another two contests, yeah, you, you can't do nothing to me. Exactly. And um, that was a great game plan. It was a wicked game plan. And we got to give all the credit in the world to also to Sugar Hill. Sugar Man Hill. Right? But, and the next guy who I have to big up, Andy Lee. When I saw Andy Lee was out working with Tyson Fury, speak to Andy Lee about boxing. The guy knows boxing. Man. His, that's his cousin, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But Andy Lee was saying, yeah, Sugar Hill. Validating Sugar Hill because he worked with Sugar Hill from when he was working with Emmanuel Stewart. And the next thing is, Andy Lee used to live with Emmanuel Stewart. So yeah, he knows yeah, what, and what's yeah. going on. Yes. And he knows that these guys know the thing. So, all the credit in the world to the Kronk um, Gymnasium. You know what I mean? Long line of history. And, and now, that is the Kronk's. So, that's their third world champion now. Because that's the. No, sorry. That is their fourth world champion because they worked with. Evander Holyfield. So you mean, oh, heavyweight champion? Yeah, heavyweight champion. Okay, so heavyweight Vladimir, yeah. Evander, yeah. Lennox, and now Tyson yes, Fury. exactly. See, Come cool reading knowledge as well. Wait, yeah. I'm going to give myself a round of applause <laughs> for that one, right? Right. <laughs> All right, Governor, Mary Poppins. Right. So, so it, yes. it, it is what it is. It's a beautiful time for boxing. And that's that, a beautiful time for boxing. You know, I was talking to Frank Warren today, and he said that it's just the way it is. There's heavyweight boxing, there's heavyweights, and then there's boxing. Boxing ain't alive if the heavyweights ain't alive. Exactly. So. And that is the truth. And it's the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, on The Fight Is Right, we have the Tartan Tornado, the one, the only, Mr. Josh Taylor. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> anyway, how you doing, my man? Yeah, good. We good, can't yeah, wait. We just saw we, we, we just saw the news a couple of hours ago. You know, you're back out. May uh, was it May the second? Yeah, second of May. Yeah. Second of May, and uh, really looking forward to it. You're, homecoming you're, as a world champion as well. Sorry about that. It's a homecoming for you yeah, as a world champion. It's good to get a fight in Glasgow again, um, or, or in Scotland again, um, since the uh, Regis Progress fight. You know, it's uh, good to get a sort of little a homecoming fight. Um, hopefully, before I go and chase the big fights, um, you know, uh, they're most likely to happen in America. So, hopefully, hopefully, get this one out of the way nice and handily, and and then go chase the big fights. You know, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pleased that I can get a a fight on home soil um, from a home fan. And uh, and then then go chase the go chase the big one. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the year and and uh, getting going there with me. Right. So the big one would be against you against Jose Ramirez, right? Yeah. Um, given that he gets past Postal, you know, um, you know. So it's, it's, I believe that Postal's still alive, dog, in that fight. Um, well, you know, because you I went think, up against him. Yeah, yeah. I think it. I think it will be tricky for the first couple of rounds. Um, but I do, I do believe that. Um, Ramirez should come through that, um, and I believe that I'll, I'll be chasing Ramirez for the for all the marbles. Hopefully, at some point later this year. You know, Josh, I have to say, you know, your career has really been remarkable. You know, and not only that, you fought Pist- Postal in your thirteenth fight. You know, you know, and in, in your last three fights, you've taken the O's of some good fighters. You know, Ryan Martin, yeah. uh, Baranchek. And the, the the Regis fight was a my, that was my fight of the, the year. Fight of the year, mate. That was my fight of the yeah. year. I don't I don't even care what anyone else <laughs> says. That's that was Tunde Jai's fight of the year because you really showed what you're about in that fight. And um, 
Uh, all credit to you, you know. And this guy's sixteen and old, so I know you're not gonna take. You, you, I know you, you're just not a person that would take anybody lightly. You know, you didn't no, come this far not. to take anyone lightly, man. Um, yeah, yeah, no, definitely not. Because you know, like I've seen it happen so many times in the past with boxers. You know, just they get given a fight or a mandatory. In this case, it's a mandatory, but um, a lot of fighters, you know, they'll have a volunteer defence and uh, you know they take their eye off the ball and it goes horribly wrong. You know, so. Um, and I know a win, a loss, you know, a loss to a career these days can make and break a lot of fighters. You know, so I, I can't afford to take my eye off the ball. I need to make sure I'm, I'm fully concentrating and giving this guy my full attention and not looking too far in the future. So I've got to, I've got to keep my eye on the ball and focus on this guy to make sure that I want to, to keep my dreams alive. One hundred percent. I want to, I want to keep going and I want to keep climbing that hill and, and get to the top of Everest, as they say. So. That's my goal and ambition to this game. I want to be the best I can be, so I need to get past this guy if I want to do that. Love that. What, what do you know about Hong Song? What do you know about him? I don't know too much about him. Um, I know he looks pretty tall. Um, he, he's, he's orthodox. I think he's orthodox. Um, you know, he's 18 and 0, 16 knockout. Um, I don't believe he's boxed out of say, Thailand, but the footage I have... the footage I have. I've seen two of, fights of his. Yeah, I've seen two or three fights mm. of him. Um, it does look heavy-handed. It does look like it carries uh, a decent amount of power. Um, you know, sort of raw kind of power. Um, I believe, you know, he will hit hard. He's quite tall for the weight. Now, if, if not as tall as me, a bit taller by the looks of things. So, it looks statistically, like he carries the power as well. Mm, statistically, because he's from Thailand, most um, Thai fighters um, have actually come from a kickboxing background. I know that he's yeah. actually come from a kickboxing <coughs> background as well, right? Um, what was it? Um, Muay Thai. Uh, yeah, Muay, yeah, Muay Thai. Like yeah. so, and with most guys, and I, I know from like being in the past and that, most guys from that can really take body shots. And like with yeah. you, what I noticed yeah. with you, like you, you, your your punch repertoire is very. I I, I like I like your punch yeah, repertoire. Just you put, goes, goes body, head, 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 head and he goes body. through the middle. Yeah, but <laughs> yes. he goes through the middle with as well for, with with like the the left hand. He, he throw that. He throw that left uppercut mm. as he power shot. And he throw the left uppercut, then he go straight left hand as well with it to, to drive it through. Then come out yep. with a right hook. We watch you, man. Trust me, because we we give you ratings. Well, Spencer, as he's the knowledge, so he knows <laughs> everything about you. He yeah. actually knows what time he goes go go bed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quarter past nine tonight. Anyway, but what, well, yeah, but what I'm saying is like, but because of that, it's like there's 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 been a change because like it was a big thing like. Um, from who you previously was with, you was with the McGuigans, and you just you done that big mega deal um, with MTK Global and Top Rank, where it's like, yeah. which is immense. And I ain't gonna sing enough of MTK Global's praises because you know I run a foundation, but it's not yeah. that. It's the fact that, especially how MTK Global are moving right now, it's like it's like big fight after big fight after big fighter. How elated was you with Tyson Fury's win on the weekend? I thought it was great. You know, I, I knew he was always going to win. I knew he was always going to win. I, I said all along, even in interviews and all that, I, I, I really believed that it was Tyson Fury's fight to lose. Um, I thought he was going to come out and just make the only world look absolutely ridiculous, totally outbox him for the 12 rounds and just not let him get near him. I thought that's what he was going to do. But um, all credit to him, you know, he, he stuck to his gun to come out ran straight to the centre of that ring, claimed the centre of the ring on the opening bell and put it straight on Wilder. 
you know, and uh, I think it broke his spirit real early on yes. in the fight. It, yes. I believe halfway through the first round, second round, early in the second round, you know, it broke his spirit because he was just on top of him, putting it on him all the time, constantly. And uh, I don't believe anybody thought he was going to do that. You know, I just, um, it was amazing. I thought his performance was brilliant and uh, I think he's the best type of weight on the planet at the minute. Nobody but Spencer Fearon did think he was going to do that. Because <laughs> Spencer, Spencer was on here last week telling the world Tyson Fury is going to stop. And Ben Davison, ben actually. Davis is credit. Ben did, ben did say yeah. that. But um, yeah, I mean, I I like most people. Well, I didn't even... Did I actually give up? Yes, you did. You did said I? that Tyson Fury was going to get knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lie. It wasn't me. It was a hologram. <laughs> but you know what the problem is? You uh, don't have your glasses on. You got your glasses on. I forgive you. Yeah, yeah, trust me. But yeah, Tyson, you know... But we're just... We're looking forward to you, Josh, because, um, you know, as, as Spencer you know um said you know it's it, it's it's been a whirlwind few months for you it's been ridiculous you know, f- new promoters uh new trainer yeah have you have you started training with a new trainer yet yeah i've, I've just uh, i've just announced it today i'm i'm going to be training with ben davidson oh boy yeah. ben's the ben's, ben's a good friend yeah. of the show come on ben's our man i told him he's he's like a he's like a master genius at this young age cuz he's still very young and um Ben Ben Davison's been there before because I know that you did a bit with with Adam Booth, right? Yeah. So yeah. it was like, what was the what was the the pivotal moment why you why you didn't go with Adam and you went with Ben? Well, when when I went over, I went over to Dubai initially to have a week with Ben, um, mm-hmm. you know, and and the first couple of sec- like the first session, we just sort of like you know it took a wee while to get go in, you know, and find each other's time in as you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it, but once we got each other's timing and straight in, like we, we were just sort of clicked and gelled, our styles gelled. Yes. And uh, you know, just through a lot of clips of them uh, training with Billy Joe uh, and Tyson, the, the way he trains, the combinations, the movement, the feet work, and the speed, I knew that that's the kind of style I, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm speed work, I'm foot work, I'm hand speed. You know, I'm not a one punch knockout artist, although I punch very hard. Mm. But you know, I knew that like if I was going to change fighters. Uh, change trainers uh, Ben Davidson would be the kind of coach I want to go with yes. um, so as soon as I got and had a first session with him I just thought right, this is the ma- this is the man for me um, you know I, and I'd already I had already lined up uh, a week with Adam Booth afterwards oh, okay um, it was one of them ones then. You know, yeah 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 so yeah, you just you just kind of out of respect you just went down there yeah I went there but like also the, my mind, the reason I never made my mind up fully as in Dubai was because it was over in Dubai. It wasn't like we were in the home surroundings where the gym was going yes. to be. It was mm. kind of like a, it was kind of like a holiday week for me, you know. So um, I, while I was training, you know. I, I know, um, I know, then, I know. Oh, sorry. I know when you I was going, going, carry on, just sorry. sorry. Sorry, yeah. I had a week. Um, so then I had come back and I had a week with Adam Booth, who is also a very, very good trainer. You know, um, I had, a, I had, and then he made my decision harder because after the week with him, I was kind of like. Oh, who am I going to choose? I don't know. I was kind of <laughs> yes. tossing between the two of them. Um, so then I decided to have another week with Ben in Manchester, in the gym, so then I could get a feel of what the gym's going to be like, that atmosphere's mm. going to be like at home, what it's, what it's really like. And uh, after my first second, I was like, no, well, I'm going to train with you. You know, it's like, I just right. had a real good feeling and I, I just, I made my mind up there and then, so I'm going to train with you. So I decided to, to train with Ben. 
Okay. Fantastic. What I was going to say is that, uh, I, I mean, I, I heard an interview you gave and you said that, you know, you was a, you're away from home nine, ten months of the year. So I know you was down in London when you was yeah. with um, Shane, Shane McGuigan. So are yeah. you kind of going to do the same thing and, uh, you know, spend most of your time in Manchester? Yeah, yeah, I'll be I'll be spending most of my time in Manchester. Um, mm. I'll not be I'll not be living here full time now because it's only it's only a few hours drive. Um, okay, yes, up, in, up up to Edinburgh, you know, from Manchester. So oh, I'll be cool. going home at weekends and stuff. So I'll be getting a little bit more time at home. Um, I'll not be down here full time. So I believe I'm going to be generally all around more happy. But hundred uh, percent, brilliant, you know, it's 100%. great. So I, I'm looking forward to to the future, and I think it's going to be a, a really bright one. All I, all I can say is this, like, certain things that you do, like the fleet-footedness, how you put the combinations together and all the rest of it, like, what fighters of the past do you watch? What fighters of the past do I watch? Yeah, what fighters of the past um, do you watch? Well, my hero, my hero was Manny Pacquiao. Okay. Um, mm. When I first got into boxing, it was Joe Kozaki, Ricky Hatton. Um, you know, the, 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 guys were the guys that I wanted to watch, you know, the, the Joe Kozaki, Ricky Hatton. Uh, Alex Arthur, believe it or not, when I first got into boxing, was um, sort of climbing the ranks. When I was first going into boxing, he trained at my mum's yeah, work. Triple A, I remember. Yeah, I remember Triple A. Amazing, Alex Arthur. Yeah, with a with a gold with a gold the gold um, yeah. top. Yeah, Alex Arthur was a good fighter. I remember him back yeah, in the day. Yeah, so like they they're the kind of guys I watched when I first got into boxing, and then when I got into boxing, I, I discovered Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather and. You know, Roy Jones Jr. I love. I used to love watching Roy Jones Jr. and Miguel Cotto. I, I don't. I don't know Cotto. nobody who who didn't love watching Roy Jones Jr. I don't. I don't know anybody. He, he's incredible. Yeah, so, so I used to watch loads of videos of them guys on YouTube all the time, and I just watch them how they train and how they fought, how they how they put the punches together, the feet work, and I used to try and copy them in the gym all the time. <laughs> yes, fantastic, fantastic. I mean. We ain't gonna keep you much longer now, champ, because we know that. I mean, you you you, you got to be in camp soon now, right? Camp when's when's camp start? I've started. I've started. You yeah, started already. Started. Stop shutting off yeah, on yourself, man. Just don't. He's yeah. not mucking around. I like this, bro. Yeah. I like this. But you know what? You know what? I've just been in camp now for about four weeks. Four that's five wow. Weeks. But you you know you you even I've always been taken over like, but I'm in proper proper camp now for yes. about you, four or five you, weeks you, now you, already. So I, I'm yeah, saying I'm that nice you already. I'm saying that even the way you're speaking, you sound genuinely happier now from past yeah. interviews. I've yeah, heard. I am. I you am. sound a lot yeah, more relaxed, my friend. Yeah, yeah, I'm nice and relaxed, man. And then um, I have to fight those cliche, the happy fight is a dangerous fighter. So yes, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to, to the future and I can't wait to see what has unfolds. Well, hopefully we can see an undisputed champion because you're already a unified champion. In, yeah, in, in, yeah in, in, in the months to come now because you've got too much skills lastly this, yeah, is, what I, this is what I want to ask you because I didn't want to come on the show for right now because we had the fight on the weekend and you're saying that Tyson Fury is the number one heavyweight in the world what do you think would happen if Tyson Fury was to fight Anthony Joshua you know what I think it's, it's, I think um, I think I think Tyson Fury would outbox him um, if it comes to a boxing match I think Tyson Fury would uh, he's got too much repertoire I think too much adaptability and you know, just unpredictable. You know, he's very unpredictable. He, he can he can adapt and change what whatever he wants to do. Um, but also saying that Joshua Joshua showed that he can change up his game as well. And his last fight, the, the yes, totally going out on the back foot and 
and boxing and moving, you know, so um, he showed a lot that he can change as well, so um, it's, it's a really interesting fight. I believe if it got into a fight and AJ got nice and close to Tyson and, you know, managed to get him stand still, I think AJ is very dangerous inside because I think he's very good with with the, the tight and sort of mid to short range punches with his uppercut left hook and mm-hmm. he puts his fast power shot together really well, you know. Um, but he's got to get there. You know, he's got to get there to do it and I believe getting there with Tyson would be, would be the hard bit. You know, getting in close to Tyson and getting him to stand still, I think, would be the hard bit. But so, um, my prediction would probably be leaning more towards uh, Fury to, to outbox him. Okay. So, yes, sir. The Titan Tornado, <laughs> Mr. Josh Taylor, it's been absolute pleasure to have you with us, Mia Spencer. And um, we wish you nothing but the best in your career. And um, looking forward to May the 2nd. In front of your home fans. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me, lad. Cheers, lad. Thank you very much, brother. Take care. God bless, man. Cheers. Take care, lad. Cheers, awesome. mate. Bye bye. What a great show. <laughs> Done it again, Spence. The greatest juice is Batman Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Let's go, Jim. Let's go, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big up Shannon Briggs Yeah we've got to get Shannon again you know, Because that's my man I'm not going to lie I love that brother's energy man Nah he's got, he's got decent energy You know what I mean <laughs> yeah. It has been It's been a good show um, The Tartan Tornado Yep The one and only Josh Taylor yeah, man, I hope Fantastic fight. good listen for you guys uh, When you're travelling home from work Or even if you're going to work Or even if you're out at home Just yes. relaxing and relaxing The Fight is Right The greatest podcast On the planet earth <laughs> with with the one and only master knowledge Spencer the spirit Ripton Ripton <laughs> <laughs> yes sir. and big up my Tundi Ajayi the master genius yes sir we just got to keep on doing what we're doing that's it and then what it's been a, it has been it's been it's, it's been a fantastic eye opener mm-hmm. you know what I mean and, and let us not as we're going to be closing out um, 1964 February 25th which is this week, um, a young Cassius Clay. Come on, gee, this brother, this brother's an encyclopedia. <laughs> <Cyclopspedia. laughs> this guy knows everything. Your guy down is a legend. Shut up. Your guy down is a legend. Because the, the way that you remember these <laughs> dates, I, you know, I'm not going to lie, I've known you for so long. I used to think you got something printed on your <laughs> <laughs> or like on your phone or something, something bro. but you actually just remember these dates. Yeah, yeah. Incredible, um, incredible. Yeah, exactly. Um in mm. where was it? Now Lewis May was the rematch. So it was in Miami, Florida, where a young Cassius Clay came up and defeated and he was a seven to one underdog then going into that fight. Yeah. Went in there and defeated Sonny Liston yes. for the World Heavyweight Championship. And it was an incredible win as well. Was right? that the Phantom Punch? No, no, no. The second <laughs> fight was the Phantom Punch. Oh, the second fight. The second fight was the Phantom Punch where, um, was it Judge Joe Walcott, the former um, heavyweight champion of the world, he was a referee, right? That was a, for the uh, second fight? The second fight, yeah. It, it was, was definitely a Phantom Punch. <laughs> <laughs> the man there was doing right. some, <laughs> some yeah. little tricks. I call it the Anchor Punch, Ali. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And and Ali <laughs> beat Sonny Liston. Then he went on, he defended his title. Then he had the rematch with Sonny Liston in Lewiston, Maine, where he, where he, where he knocked him out of the Phantom Punch. But 
we have to look at the history. So February is a month of heavyweight boxing as a heavyweight month of surprise. Mm. And I think what we got with Tyson Fury was that element of surprise to people who didn't know because you're thinking, well, Deontay Wilder was injured. There was a lot of intangibles going into Deontay Wilder's favour. And for Tyson Fury to put on that performance, it was absolutely incredible. Yes, sir. Right? It was incredible. And it was it, it was nice to also see, like, as Tundi was alluded to earlier, that all the World Heavyweight Championship belts are in the UK. Something that has never, ever been done. Is that right? Never been done before. Come on. Right? Never no. been done before. Never done before. Right? So, and we also got to look at the fact that um, if we look at heavyweight history... There has been three world title fights, or for my recollection, right, that has been ended in draws, right? The first one was 19, 1983, Dogs versus Weaver. I would say to anybody, go and watch that fight. That fight, the second fight between Michael Dogs and, and Mike Weaver is absolutely incredible. Seriously. The combination thrown by both men, that was a wicked, wicked fight, ended in a draw. There was no rematch of these two for the world title because subsequently Michael Dolts gets knocked out by Jerry Kutsia, right? Yes. And Jerry Kutsia famously gets knocked out by Frank Bruno. It goes on. Anyway, right? Then we had in 1999, um, Lennox Lewis. Holyfield. Holyfield. <laughs> Come on, Tindy. Right? I'm up there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Listen, what, that's what happens when you sit next to the off. knowledge. It rubs off. It rubs off. It rubs off. It's totally getting brazen now, right? Pressing the tick. Right? Come on. And then... Um, the the latest one that we had was um, Tyson Fury and Wilder and Wilder, right? But in the rematch, which these guys had, not many people expected that kind of performance from Tyson Fury, where Tyson Fury told you that I'm gonna stand there and I'm gonna knock this guy out, and we saw something incredible. And whether you wanted, you can take it or leave it alone, but we did see something incredible. Your thoughts, Tundi? What a great man. Um, and, you know, even if you look at Tyson's social media, uh, his quotes, his posts on the run-up to the fight, he said, I'm going to knock him out. <laughs> he said, this is my greatest fight of of this era against Brown's Bomber or the Bronze Bomber, but I'm going to knock him out. <laughs> That's <laughs> what he said. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, again, it is amazing what belief, faith, in yourself and uh, human potential because I feel that Tyson has really encapsulated what willpower does and what it can display. And uh, this man has come from the depths, from the lowest of the low. <laughs> to a man can't go no low. And let's get it right. He was the first person to dethrone Klitschko. After his ten year high his ten year reign as world heavyweight champion. And now he's gone on taken the undefeated record of apparently the so called hardest hitter in heavyweight history. <laughs> he never looked like the hardest hitter on Saturday night. Tell you that well, because the gypsy king has something to say about that. <laughs> so you just have to just just look at this guy's story and he he literally is a legend. He's a living modern day legend and um I can't wait to see him fight again to be honest with you because the landscape of the heavyweight division you know 
you you got to put AJ in there as well. Obviously, AJ is is the man, and but Fury just looks like I don't think nobody's touching that guy for now. You know, and uh, if he really wanted to go out, he can literally just leave the sport, and I think his name will live forever. Seriously, um, I agree with you, but I've been I've been watching a couple of documentaries, and I've been fortunate enough to be around Tyson Fury quite a few times, and the guy actually loves boxing. Mm-hmm. He He's a yeah, he loves it though. He loves. He's saying like, oh, I just love getting. It. He loves it, and that's that is part of the success pro program because you know I mean as opportunity Ajay always says, you have to be what you want to see, mm-hmm. right? And Tyson Fury encapsulates that in where you know what I mean he wants to he visualizes himself in these positions. And and he also has that kind of he romanticizes about being this bigger version of himself, and this is what people got to do. You you you. you I mean, like I would say, like you got visualized to materialize, but you got to speak it to you, seek it to you, see what you say. And Tyson Fury done that because everything that happened on Saturday just gone was Tyson Fury's visualization coming to realization and materialization. And that is absolutely fantastic. British boxing is buzzing, right? And Tyson Fury has resurrected the Kronk Gym. Tyson Fury has resurrected the spirit of people who have gone through any form of drama, right? Mental depression, obesity. You know what I mean? He's gone through that. Drug addiction. Mm. All of these kind of things. For him to just come through on the other side, he's a winner anyway. And then to just put the icing on the cake, mm. he whooped Deontay Wilder like he was his daddy, as Muhammad Ali said. And that's, that was serious. And that's why we say, dream it, believe it, become it. <laughs> we have a great weekend of boxing. Cal Yafai is defending his WBA Super featherweight title. Yes, against, against um, Roman Chocachico. <laughs> yeah, Chocachico. <laughs> Roman Gonzalez. That's a serious fight. That's though. a big boy fight. That's a serious fight. But you know fight. what? When he was on our show a few months ago, he said, like, oh, he's just holding out to get a big fight. But yes. he was pushing for yes. him and versus Charlie Edwards. He said, yeah, in time, we get that. But everyone get behind because um, it's not an easy fight. And, it, and as much as people thinking that Chocolito was on the, on the decline and the slide. He's, he's only lost one fight. Only lost one fight. But it's twice. Okay, a fantastic, a fantastic fighter. But come on, everybody get behind this guy, yes. Kyle Yafai. Yes. He's flying the flag for Great Britain. 100%. And uh, Kyle is such a, he's a professional. He ain't no crap talking or nothing like that. He just wants to get on with his work. And um, he's got his shot. It's his moment. And um, I hope he seizes it, takes it full throttle and uh, comes back. What's it for? The WBC? WBA. WBA World Title. No, he's the WBA already. Uh, champion. Yeah. No, no, it's not. Yeah, he's defending his title against Chocolate. Against Chocolate. Yeah. Wow. Well, Cal, it's your time, mate. Grab Do this thing stuff. with two hands, bro. Grab it with two hands. But Spencer, it's been a fantastic show. Um, great. We're so, winning. I just want this chain. <laughs> the pendant's coming back next week. Don't worry, don't watch that. Hey, hello, don't let me tell it's like, getting brushed up. Tell like Peter Bailey, bro. Come here, bro. Bro, bro. The fight is right.
Remember to like, comment and subscribe to the Stamina for Soul YouTube channel. Sports Social Podcast Network.